tonight. From wherever in the world you are listening, the big hand for your host. Welcome to Price Tag Pod, where we attempt to put a price tag on your dignity. I'm your host, Ainsley Blakely May, and I'm joined by my guest for this evening. He loves a good pizza, and it's just covered in snakes and vegetables. He's something of a comedian, but he's also a doctor, so he can crack you up, crack your back, and fix your funny bone. It's Dr. Alan Snyder. Woo-hoo! Everybody love you, Alan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please hold the applause. Hold the applause, everybody. Thank you for having me on the show. I am very excited. The concept of this is really fun. Um... I love the crack your bed, the funny bone. That was good. That's good writing, man. Good job. I've, I've been putting that. I took about an hour to try to work that in properly. I had the whole crack your funny bone, blah, blah, blah. I got it in the end. Anyway. Very so good. It, I see most people go down the Patch Adams route. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but you know, he's the doctor who's real silly, Robin Williams. And I love like, him. Eh, I don't know. That's a little I actually uh, once listened to your podcast. You were talking about Mrs. Doubtfire and how much you love Oh my God. I grew up loving that show. And then we saw it on Broadway. It's hysterical. I, that's just one of those movies when they always say, if you're trapped on a desert Island, what movies would you bring? And people tend to say, Oh, I would bring Shawshank Redemption. I'd bring the departs. Like, no, you bring a movie that you can watch a thousand times and never get sick of. I think if you asked me that question about 10 years ago, I would have said, dude, where's my car? But I think (laughs) after like the fourth time, I'd be like, no, this is so boring now. Dude. What's my tattoo say? Sweet. (laughs) Sweet. What's my tattoo? Dude, that does they age terribly. Seriously, <laughs> I I couldn't disagree more. The Zoltan, I I Zoltan. think that that movie holds up so 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 good. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I don't know what um Owen Wilson, Wilson's done since then. Do you know which one? Owen Wilson was it? Owen Wilson? Owen? No, 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 no. It's Sean William Scott and uh, Ashton uh, Kutcher. Sean William Scott. Yeah, he was the, oh, okay. he was Siffler from American Pie. Yes. Yeah, that would be right. Yeah, he was in Role Models after that, which is also kind of funny, him and Paul Rudd. And then he kind of fell off. He just had random parts here and there. He did one of those cheesy movies with The Rock. I don't know if no, I ever I... saw that one. But but yeah, he it, it, it's still Stifler. That is Stifler, as far as everybody knows from American Pie. It's the same with like Chandler and Ross and Joey. You know, they're always going to be who they are. No matter Absolutely. how much they try. Absolutely. Anyway, listening to your podcast, you tend to always match your guests with a drink, correct? I do, except I don't have a drink on me. I didn't know. No, I was going to ask you if you're drinking anything. I can see that you're not. I'm not, but if I I can run and grow something in like a second. I've been drinking beer, watching American football all day. I just like, oh, I probably should settle down a little bit. It's up to you. If you want to grab one, it's up to you. I will run. I'll be back in 30 seconds. Cool. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. And we're back. Nice. There it is. What did you pick? The first thing on the shelf? Uh, I grabbed an American beer because I'm representing the USA and oh, my perfect. Bud Light right here, blue <laughs> and true for you. I, I have a bunch of things in the fridge, but I figured, you know what? Let me just have something soft and easy. St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, I normally go pretty low ABV with my things, but today I'm drinking mezcal. Oh, spicy. I, I love, oh man, I love my mezcal. People have very strong opinions on mezcal. Like very, very strong. I think it's good. Yeah, I spent time in Yucatan, like around Cancun and Playa de Conma and stuff like that, and just fell in love. There was one one morning I did not fall in love, and that was when I had it so much the day before. I was completely messed. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, Angeli, thanks for having me on the show. Cheers to you. Yeah, you too, man. I'd pop it open, but it's already open. Cheers. Mm. So, All right. Uh, we're going to start with uh, the low prices, and we're going to work our way up. Um, so for $10, the reason why I was speaking to you about alcohol so for $10, Dr. Alan Snyder, do you think you could be sober for 10 days? Okay, now sober means not drinking anything or sober means not drinking to the point of getting drunk? So no, no alcohol for 10 days. I'm going to, for $10, absolutely not. This, you, you, you know, work though, don't you? You have a job. Do you drink on week, weekdays? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I am. I, I really, you know, you've listened to my podcast. I'm a big fan of like craft beer. I don't really get, like I said, get drunk. I could go months without getting drunk. But yeah. as far as like sit down and just enjoy a beer, lately I'll go two to three days. So for 10 bucks, not so much. I know we kind of talked a little bit about the, the, the way this works with the money. This is something I'm going to really hold my guns really to. And I don't, on. yeah, yeah. This is uh, drinking and beer in general, like are pretty high up for me. I'm a very, <laughs> casual like i'm pretty much always going to have a cocktail or a beer when i go to dinner 
so yeah, this is something for me. It would have to be like something absurd. So I don't even know if we're going to come to a number, but five hundred dollars. Uh, you know, that's no, what my I counter. tend to. Yeah, no, what I tend to do is I I go a little bit lower. So instead of saying ten days, I'd say like five, like a work like a working week. Could you do um, five days for ten dollars? No, for ten dollars, I'll do I'll do one day. One day. One day for ten dollars. <laughs> so if, if you want more days, it's gonna, the money the money's got to go up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, if we do for five days, you think you could do twenty five dollars? No, I'll do three days for twenty five dollars. You're an expensive guy. I've never not, had someone so not expensive. Really? You just literally picked. We started this off with me running to grab a beer. <laughs> you literally picked like one of my favorite things in the world. If you said dessert, I would do it for less. But like, no drinking at all. How about how about I get one beer, one beer for three days? Like I can never have more than one beer. Yeah, you can. Oh, you mean each day? Yeah, I get just one beer, just something low, something refreshing. I can only have one. Absolutely, I'll do twenty dollars for five days. Twenty dollars for five days. I'll take you up on that one. Good. We'll call that twenty. Yeah, just just one. It's like, can you stop at one? One of those things. Like once you pop the bag of you know Pringles or whatever, you, yeah. you, you gotta stop. You're gonna regret that scratching your arm after the day of the booze, right? At one can. <laughs> Six days. Come on, come on, come on. Six days. Next day. Cool. So we'll hit twenty. Twenty bucks. Twenty-five dollars though. Next question. You must eat five bites of a hot vegetable curry. Oh, for $25? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would do that. Yeah, yeah. $20? Yeah. Yeah, I would still do it for $20. 17 17 Um, Why don't we go 18 I'll settle on 18 for Yeah, that. we'll do 18 That's 18 fair. That's good. Yeah, I would do that. See, if you, if you, if you would have started with that for 10 bucks, I probably would have taken it. Really? Yeah, ten. I was like, sure, but now I kind of know where your your questions are getting. So I'm like, oh. Yeah, you see, this. you see where I'm turning. Not all of them yeah. will be such um so tough. Cause some of them I just have ready to go at any time. Um, some I try to t- tailor. That one was specifically tailored for you. Beautiful. I know how much you hate. Why? What, what's your problem with vegetables, man? Uh, I wasn't raised on them. I actually would go as far as to say that my my family, you know, you're supposed to have more food in the fridge than in the freezer. And we were always the opposite. We just never had salads. We never really had them. I've had to force myself to eat certain things along the way. Like, oh, I will make sure I have a potato or a corn. <laughs> and then apparently those aren't vegetables anymore. So that counts for nothing. But as far as like a whole tomato, I don't think there's ever been a whole tomato in my parents' house ever. If a tomato is coming in, it is in ketchup, piece of sauce, or some type of diced up form. Just it's not anything we really ever had. I'm not like anti, oh my God, please I won't eat that. It's just not something I prefer, I'd say. Yeah, it's all frozen foods. That's kind of how it goes from from what I understand of the States. It seems to be a lot of ready-made frozen meals. No shame. I man. do like certain vegetables. I don't hate peppers or onions, but there's not a ton of nutritional value in onions. So for you know, you're supposed to have the green leafy vegetables. It's not any again. I don't hate 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 vegetables, but if my I had my choice, it's just not going to be something I'm going to pick. Yeah, no, no worries, man. I mean, I'm a vegan, so I kind of live on that kind of stuff. But I I don't mind, man. I get it. Fifty dollars, Alan. Would you get choked out by Anderson Silver? Oh my God, I would pay money to do that. Yeah, right. I I love the UFC. I love mixed martial arts. I wouldn't say Anderson Silva is the highest level person as far as being choked out by, but oh, I would pay a lot of money. Whatever, however much money I've accrued so far, I want to go negative because I would pay to do that. You know, in the UFC back in the day, you know, they would always take pictures when they they were getting very promotional. They would try to you know, get out there with fans and take pictures. And I think it was Matt Hughes, I believe, or he put somebody in, you know, a rear naked choke. And then the guy, um, he didn't even squeeze him. But then the next day, the guy who said, oh, my neck hurt, it hurts. And they sued, I think the UFC or Matt Hughes or something like that. And now uh, those fighters are not allowed to take pictures, even in that position, because of the fear of getting sued or anything like that. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, people I- are very litigious here. <laughs> I got like super excited. The The concept of this podcast was basically I was listening to the Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. fight. I was so excited for it. And then the announcer came on and I haven't heard that announcer in so long. I was a big WWE fan of stuff like that. So I just mm-hmm. loved the like melodramaticness of kind of like mixed martial arts and fighting and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I got to do a cheesy podcast where I get to do that voice all the time. 
That's kind of yeah, where it all began, man. So it's so weird. You know, Bruce Buffer is the main guy who calls the UFC and he's it's time fighting out of the red corner. Fighting out of blue. He has his own podcast. He sounds nothing like that. His <laughs> voice is raspier. His, he talks real slow. He's kind of calm. But when he's in and coming out of here fighting out of South Star, it's like, dude, who talks like that? Do you think he wakes up in the morning? And he turns to his wife. He's like, do you want to have it regular missionary today? <laughs> Like, no Sunny way. side up. <laughs> exactly. Nobody talks like that. It's weird, but it would be fun to do that one time. Yeah, man. I'm I'm a big fan of like The Undertaker. It's really sad to see he's uh, retired, but it's about. Did time. you watch the documentary? They just put out something. No, about... I haven't. I need to see. Oh, that. it's I've, I'm not really into WWE. I used to be into WWF growing up, but there is a I think like a six part documentary about The Undertaker that I've been debating on watching. It's called like The Last Road, The End of the Road, or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So as far as would I pay money to do this or how much would I have to get? I think, I th yeah, I think I'll have to reword the question. I did this before um, okay. when <laughs> I had one question, which was like, would you let a dog lick your lips for 30 seconds? And he refused. So I was like, okay, what about Megan Fox? And he was like, no, I would pay that money for that. Right, right. So I was like, okay, we'll have to change. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get it, couldn't, couldn't get him down. Um, so yeah, we'll change it to roll in a patch of stinging nettles for $50. Stinging metals nettles nettles is that a needle is that something sharp i'm assuming no no it's like the the plant you know no nope, remember them. oh you're in new york jesus christ you don't okay poison ivy oh no i have really bad skin to start with no <laughs> like uh, rolling in a patch of something outside i mean i'm kind of a germaphobe all right yeah 50 is fine something like that yeah 50 bucks for rolling in a patch of nettles all right yeah I'm not sure what a nettle is, but but <laughs> I mean I'm not a big Anderson Silva fan, but if you said like get choked out or get yeah absolutely I got all the money. Yeah, I mean if you said get choke slammed by the taker, I'd be like oh, yeah definitely exactly exactly yeah, it's the I'd same pay. thing for you. I'd you pay. pay a lot of money, and people do pay a lot of money for that stuff, like a private one-on-one. Yeah, -on -one. I'd fly him over to Sweden and get me to do that. Beautiful. Okay, this one I actually think that you're gonna you might even do this for free depending on your ability. So we know we just talked about that you'd have to be sober for three days. Relatively sober, yeah? Relatively sober, I think, mm -hmm. is what we were going with, yeah. Straight after that, $100. I think you could drink a whole bottle of booze in 24 hours. Could I? Yes, but I've, I've done it before on my 21st birthday, and it was not worth it. It was brutal. I had 21 shots in about four hours of Captain Morgan. Till this day, I can't smell spiced rum without getting queasy. And that Oof. was... God, 16 years ago. It was 24 hours. And I mean, it's say like a 70 mil bottle. I don't know what that is in the States or a 34 ounce or something. How many, how many shots are we talking? Because a regular 750 milliliter here is like 20 some shots is what we're talking about. But like a smaller one? What do you say? So how, how many mils did you say there? 750 is like a normal. Yeah, that's bottle. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like we'll, a, we'll say that. No, that is brutal. Again, I've done that before. It is your hangover. You're hungover for two days. It is miserable. You have 24 hours. You can mix it with cola. You can do what you want with it. Oh, it's not the taste of it. It's not, could I, could I do it? Absolutely. But the pain of doing that, I mean, I don't know the last time you went out and had nine, 10 drinks and it, it's brutal. So 24 hours. $100? $100. No, that's not enough for that. Because I would probably do half of it and then go to bed and then the other half. It would have to be less, some less, uh, less alcohol. I, I'm talking from experience from doing this. Like it is, it is brutal. What about a liqueur? Yeah, no, same thing. I mean, so, yeah. a, a Captain Morgan spice rum technically does. It's less than forty proof, so I think that actually falls under the category of a liqueur. It's not that mm -hmm. much different. You're going from forty percent to thirty-five percent. Yeah, I think it's you know, not not even thirty-seven and a half, but yes, I think it's thirty-five. Right. Yeah. So when you're t when you're talking about like the bottles here, maybe if we shrunk the bottle to about half of that. Yeah, that sounds about right. 500 mils. So now we're doing two. It's a half a, half a liter. Half a liter. 24 hours, I would do that, yes. Yes. That I, that I think I could do. All right, we're getting in. Do you think you could do it for $80? Yes, $80, I would do it. 75? Yes. 65? Yeah, but don't say 64. Like 65, I think is the right number. Yeah? Yeah. You get to, you mean it's a free bottle as well. I'm not, you know. It's a free bottle of booze. 500 milliliter bottles, like $12 here. Oh yeah, good point. I forget. <laughs> That's what I should have did. I should have negotiated for like top shelf something. Like, <laughs> yes. oh, you know, 500 milliliters Give of- Give me a pappy. Rain. Exactly. Give me a pappy Van Winkle. That's what I need. See, now that's a different story because 
I've never had that. And I don't know if I will ever be able to afford something like that. That I would definitely drink just to say I drank that much alcohol. Yeah, me too. I would love a Pappy. I'm a big bourbon fan, but uh, it's like such a high end. You have to like wait in line and you may never get it tasted anyway. And I'll stick to my mezcal. There's always, always a river of that somewhere. If too much, I'll end up in a river somewhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All righty, let's look. Uh, I don't know exactly how you are with social situations and how you allow people to interpret yourself. But this is very much a public humiliation question. You ready for this one? Let's do it. All right. $250. Yes, whatever it is. Yeah. For $250, would you go into a restaurant, order the most expensive dish, throw it on the ground, and leave? Yeah, I would do that. You would? Yeah, because, I mean, it's embarrassing. I mean, I'd be more worried about getting caught. Like, I don't want to have a a public rap sheet after that, but to do something like that, uh, yeah, I would do it. Just for, if I knew that I wasn't going to get in trouble and, you know, the waitress wasn't going to have to pay for the meal, I would do something like that. You know, like one of those, like, stand stand on the table and confess your love to the world. I would do something like that. I would definitely make a fool of myself in a restaurant. Yeah, say say you get caught, but it's a slap on the wrist. You don't get booked for anything. Yeah, done. You know? Oh, yeah. Two fin- yeah, I, I would say, yeah, I would do it for lower even. Maybe like $100. $100. Yeah. I like the sound of that. I'm cool. negotiating the wrong way in this. But like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm just being honest. I, I have been in bars where I've lost a bet and like you have to stand on a table and just, you know, sing the Star Spangled Banner or something. I've done that before. That's not a big oh, deal. Man. Yeah, you just look like a jerk for a little bit, but it's not the end of the world. And the best thing, I live in New York City in Manhattan. One of the best things that happens to us people here is that you'll never see these people again. Like you literally will never run into anybody ever again. So it doesn't matter. And your friends are going to forget about it anyways. I think you're going to love one of my questions later on, actually. I'm super excited for that one. It's about where you are. (laughs) And you're you're an um, NFL fan, right? Huge NFL fan. Beautiful. Okay, I'm excited. But anyway, yeah, we'll call that $100. You sold yourself for that. I just sat back and enjoyed. <laughs> you got the ropes, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so $500. We're getting up here. It's getting hot. $500. You think for six months, all the meat that you eat will be dry. Like, it's edible, but it will be just a little bit overcooked from what you like. Oh, not jerky, but you mean just like a little too cooked? You know, like, yeah, just a little over. Your steak's a little chewy. Your chicken's too dry. Right. And when you say over, I'm a medium rare guy. So we're saying like medium well. Everything I have is just medium. Past your preference. Doesn't matter if you Past like it. Past my preference? Yeah. That's annoying, but sh- sure. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah? Yeah, I would do it. I mean, a little too too much. As long as it's edible. Like, again, I like steak medium rare, but if it's burnt, 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 like that, I couldn't do that. But yeah, I mm. would do that. That's fine. $400? 400 yes i'm still on 350 yeah keep coming i would say even like 250 yeah this isn't that big of a thing i'm not a vegetarian or vegan by any stretch but to overcook chicken or something or certain types of meat it's not my preference but if it's still edible i'm in yeah i'll put you in for 250 there 250 is good for that this is a really tough game show when you uh, don't know the person right (laughs) i just like read the thing it's interesting knocking this back. I have to uh, sell, like, re- rework this kind of program, but it's working fine. Are you having fun? Are you enjoying yourself? I'm having a good time. It's just really funny because the first question, I was like, oh no, like, I'm definitely not not drinking <laughs> for 10 days. And he's like, oh God, this guy's going to be so difficult. I can't believe it. But some of these other things, I just want you to know, like, certain things in this world really mean a lot to me, and other things, like, meat's a little overcooked not my preference yeah and that's the thing this is totally individual so it's hard to say what's going to matter with someone and what isn't going to be with the next person so with that in mind double that amount one thousand dollars once a week for three years you pee yourself when you sleep oh my god i have a best friend who does that once a year once Um, a week for three years once oh i'm sorry i missed that once a week no three years yeah yeah no, no. Once a week for a month sounds miserable. A thousand dollars. That's not that much money. I mean, not to mention if I'm sharing a bed with somebody and you have to clean the sheets, you have to, oh, that sounds horrible. I realize you're in New York. A thousand dollars means nothing to you. I mean, a thousand dollars is a lot of money, but 
the embarrassment of having to do that. And then not to mention, I don't do my own laundry. You know, I take it to the laundromat down the street <laughs> then drop it off and then they bring it back. And now I do, I'm the guy who pees the sheets. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot more that a lot more that goes with this question. Once a week is a lot. I thought it was like once a month, once a month, maybe once a month for two years for a thousand dollars, once a month for mm -hmm. two years. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it for a thousand. 900. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 850. Yeah, I feel like uh, 850. I want to yeah, say we'll 850. Yeah, we'll do that. 850. We'll, we'll on 850. For, okay. I got the sound clips of this. Like, yeah, he's a kid. He'll pee himself. <laughs> he will pee himself. Yeah, you're running down this price quite a bit. Um, so what I normally do is I, I normally cut to commercial and then we come back. There are no commercials just yet. I don't have any sponsorships. So we just tend to fade in and fade out. We should just do a fake one. Just, oh, and this episode has been sponsored by diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Depends for men and women. Okay, I'll crop that out and put it right in. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to cut to a commercial and we'll be right back uh, with more questions after the break. This episode has been sponsored by diapers. 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 Depends for men and women. 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 Diapers. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Ainsley Blakely May, Price Tag Pod. You're with Alan Snyder, and we are already on to the next batch of questions. We have four more questions. Have you been enjoying yourself so far, Alan? Yeah, this is fun. I think I'm not doing it correctly because I'm just asking for lower money, but <laughs> I'm I'm being honest. I'm just being true to who I am and giving you the right answers, at least for me. Right, it's been fun. I, I, the thing I like about this game is you kind of reevaluate who you are and your, what you do things for. Like the first question stumped you massively. I had no idea. It really did. And it was just who I am and what I'm about. You know, Ainsley, the funny thing with this kind of concept of your show here is years ago, a bunch of my friends and I, we were just like hanging out, drinking in the pool. Hang, and people started throwing out these crazy things like, hey, would you do this for 50 bucks? Would you do this for 100 bucks? And Whatever the number was, anytime somebody actually got close enough to willing to do something, that's when we take our wallets out. You know, it starts with, would you eat a hamburger that was dropped on the floor for an hour? And you're like, I don't know. And then next thing you know, it's, would you eat hamburger with spitting it or with my spitting? If that number ever gets low enough, that's when you say like, okay, I actually want to see this happen. And the truth was, the number was usually way lower than you thought it would be. And <laughs> we put this... We put this into effect a couple of years ago. We were out watching, you know, NFL football on a Sunday. And one of my friends, we, a bunch of ranch sauce came out with the chicken wings. And she goes, I love ranch. I could just drink this straight. And we said, really? How much Never could you say drink? that? Goes, how much? Exactly. Said, how much do you got? There were three little ramekin saucers filled with ranch. She said, put the money on the table. We all threw out, you know, all the random amount of money. It came to $38. $38 for three <laughs> shots of ranch. And she says, well, what if I take the first one and decide I don't want to do it? We said, you don't owe money. You just don't get the money. Yeah. She said, done. Shoots the first one. No problem. Shoots the second one. Stops for a second. Pushes the money back towards us and said, I'm not doing the third one. <laughs> That's like, a problem. Right. Yeah. But, 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 but again, for, your, for the sake of the show here, $38 to drink three little saucers of ranch. Like it, it just gets low enough that you go, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll pay to see this. I mean, how does that kind of match up to what I have on my list? I have a lot of weird shit. Oh, yours are way harder. Like, come on. Half the things you've said, like pee myself, that is not in comparison. She did this in the middle of a bar with people watching her. Like, what I learned is everybody has a price. And the people that say, I wouldn't eat, you know, that from a stranger for a million dollars. I got news for you. You would. And <laughs> the price is a lot lower than you think it would be. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what the show was rated, but I'll just tell you the things that my friends came up with were some of the most gruesome, disgusting things. And people's numbers were not that high. It was like no. $10,000. It's like to drink a cup of throw up. I was like, is it my Whoa. throw up? She said, why, why are we considering this? And that's when you realize, I mean, to drink a whole cup of that. Somebody was like, Eh, like 500 bucks I would do that for like and but this is real life put the money in front of me $500 and it was like that's when you have to start considering some of this stuff right in yeah. theory this is a game show but that in real life like yeah I would do it for 500 bucks I really think you should be hosting instead man you have it you have it down <laughs> it's like the the $25 category I have another question uh, I'm not going to ask you but this is an example like headbutt an old lady and I have in brackets she deserved it for $25? I think someone would probably do that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in New York City and people get, somebody gets into your face. 
The fact that you said because she deserved it means that, mm. in my opinion, she had to really do something to warrant it, almost to the point that it counts as self-defense at that point. Somebody gets that close, and we have a lot of people with mental illnesses here, and they get too close to you sometimes, and I just put my hand out. I'm like, you need to back up. And if they're still in your space on the subway, or you guys call it the tube, mm. yeah, absolutely. 25 bucks, probably, probably even less, maybe like $10. Sometimes you, ha- you would have to do that. Again, like headbutt a lady because she deserved it. Yeah, I mean that. It, like I said, it would almost be not something I want. It's not the Anderson Silva question. I would not no. pay to headbutt somebody. <laughs> but it. But yeah, absolutely. If you have to, def- if somebody's in your space and they're attacking you or whatever, then you do what you have to do. Yeah, but twenty five thousand dollars, man. We're really going up here. Oh, we're hitting. Yeah. The, we're hitting the big leagues, and I'm attacking your beer again. Shit. Because I know how much it means to you now. Okay. I had loads of other questions, but I thought I'm attacking his booze. Okay. All right, $25,000. The only type of beer that you can drink for the rest of your life is stouts. No, not for $25,000. No chance. Only stouts. No, I actually don't hate stouts, but they're so heavy, and I would probably only want one of them. When you say for the rest of my life, it would, I would do it for like a year. Like one mm-hmm. year, that's it. For us, only stouts for a year. What about IPAs instead? Yeah. Uh, for 25, the number would have to be higher, but I would do it. So I, I like IPAs. That's one. If I, if mm. I have a choice, I would probably just have two good IPAs and call it a night. So yeah, I would do that. Maybe $30. We could do that for $30,000 for IPAs for the rest of your life. How about for like 10 years, $30,000 for 10 years. I would 10 do that. years. 10 years. That, that feels fair. <laughs> you, how long do you plan on living for? <laughs> I mean, I'm you've 37. Just where, where you got me going? <laughs> You're talking about The Undertaker? I'm, I'm not living that long. I'm having a midlife crisis in the middle of the podcast here. To be honest, if you drink all those IPAs within 10 years, who knows, you know? But you said you did, there wasn't a quantity thing. You just said the only thing I could drink is IPAs, which, like, I yeah. like IPAs. That IPAs are good. Yeah, I'm in. For for $30,000, yeah, $30, we could do for, for, ten, 10, for years? 10 years. For 10 years, I'm in. All right, man. I'm, I'm really pushing back on these questions. People are going to think that I'm weak here. You're, you're a hard bargain, man, when it comes to your booze. I respect that big time. I'm, j- I'm just a beer guy. You're saying something that I like doing. I drink beer with my friends. I drink beer on my podcast. Like, I just like sitting around having a cold one and just relaxing. I, I don't drink soda, so I like the carbonation of beer. And I'm, and I, I'm just being realistic, too. I mean, I know some people go, oh, yeah, I would, do, I would do this. I would do this. Like, no, you wouldn't. Those are the listeners, man. That's what, that's what <laughs> I want people to listen and kind of think like, that. I would do it for this, do it for that. People can play along at home if they want. Right. But you don't know until, I mean, I mean, I love stouts too, man. My first kind of love was Guinness. Are we calling, so Guinness, isn't it Guinness like a cream ale type of stout thing? Or is it just a straight stout? It's technically a stout. I think it's a cream stout. I think it's a cream stout. I don't love, I don't love Guinness because of the cream part, but I don't hate regular stout beers. Especially now they make these peanut butter stouts and chocolate stouts. They're like dessert for me. I would much rather, hey, let, instead of having a chocolate sundae, I would much rather have a good chocolate stout beer kind of as like a nightcap. I like a good like pecan mud pie, vanilla marshmallow ice cream stout, you know? I've never had that, but I want one. Yeah, I know. I just made it up, but I'm sure it exists. We got like loads of breweries here that make all that kind of sugary. Like there's a place called Omnipoil in Sweden, which is half, half Swedish, half Belgian. If you ever find their beer, I highly recommend it. Um, they do stuff like, they did like a burger and fries beer which smelt like a McDonald's, you know, that kind of... I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> yeah, apparently it tasted fantastic. I have no idea, but they also do If like... you told somebody, w- describe what a McDonald's beer would sem- smell like, I don't think the answers are going to be like, oh, burgers and fries and happiness. It's going to be like <laughs> a dirty urinal bathroom. I think McDonald's are different to ours. I mean, I just think fried foods and uh, the smell of like crushed hopes and dreams. I, lo- I love McDonald's. I, to this day, I'm going to the electric chair... I may get a double fish fillet sandwich. I mean, I love McDonald's. It's fantastic. But most McDonald's in America, and especially in New York City, it's just a lot of real sketchy people hanging out there. So when you say oh, yeah. eating the food, I'm all in. Go to the place. It's usually something you kind of go in, use the restroom, and get some food and get out. I was in a, I mean, I was in a Burger King in New Orleans, and that still didn't feel safe. And that's a little bit classier. I don't know. Sorry, McDonald's, don't sue us. I'm, I'm, I didn't mean to like, insult your brand or anything. I don't think they're worried about our podcast, and I certainly no, don't no. think they're hurting for in any way, shape, or form. I, I, I'm promoting the food. I really, really do like McDonald's. I grew up going every Saturday, whether it was with my grandparents or after playing soccer or football, whatever you call it, and I love it. The play, plant, the play place, the happy meals, the toys. I love everything about McDonald's. I am a doctor. I have 
knowledge about <laughs> what food is good for you, what food isn't, and McDonald's is still in my repertoire at least once a month, guaranteed. They make a vegan burger here and it's like, I don't know, $3. And it's like when I'm finished my shift at three in the morning and it's just around the corner, it's like, of course, I'm going to inject that into my body. You know, I need that. So I need that in my body just before I go to bed. All that salts and fats and sugar is great. Really, really helps push things along. You know, I heard a comedian do a bit one time and they said, when you're really drunk and late night and you want a McDonald's, you have to debate how hungry am I versus how lousy do I want to feel tomorrow morning? <laughs> yeah, so everything's an equation, man. And that's perfect. Yes. It's a perfect Absolutely. equation. I was excited for this question, man. I know how much you like your NFL. Love, and I know, I, love, love, and love. I, and I know you're a New Yorker. Um, so for $50,000, I don't know if you could pay you any higher sum of money for this, if you can try to get me on this. $50,000, would you move to Buffalo and support the Bills? All right. So... While I live in New York City for the last 11 years, I'm born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. And my, ah. team, my team is the Baltimore Ravens. That yeah. being said, when it comes to all the rivalries as far as football goes, Buffalo, I don't hate Buffalo. You know, they were the lovable losers for a long time. Would <laughs> I move there? It's really cold in Buffalo. And Buffalo is almost Canada. And the Bills, the people who live up there are great. Buffalo wings were created there, so they have a lot of good yeah. wings there. Yes, but, but I don't think that's a that big of a deal. For me, and I'm just giving you knowledge right here, I despise the Pittsburgh Steelers so much. <laughs> that is the team that I will not wear a jersey. I will not cheer for them. I always root against them. I mean, my favorite team is the Ravens. My second favorite team is whoever is playing the Steelers that day. I hate the Steelers. There is no amount of money that can make me move to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and root for the Pittsburgh Steelers. When it comes to what the ab- Bills, I'm, okay, I'm all in. What about the Bears? Move to Chicago. Yeah, Chicago's great. I have a friend out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chicago, like, this is one of those things where when it comes to football, I, it's the Steelers I hate, and some of the other teams, they just don't bother me that much. Um, Pats. I don't hate the Patriots either. Patri- good. No. Yeah, a lot of these, these football questions, like, I'm more thinking about the place. So, like, would I, I – probably yeah. Buffalo might be the worst choice because I don't want to live in Buffalo. It has nothing to do with the Bills, though. I actually own a That Buffalo was kind building. of why I said Buffalo because I think, like, living in Boston or Chicago is pretty cool. Yeah, but those are cold places. Chicago is Dude, really, Dude, I'm from really Sweden, cold. man. <laughs> Maybe I'm the worst. I just – I've been in Chicago in the winter, and it's, it's miserable. It is so miserable. Uh-huh. Not to mention, like – about 5'10", you know, with on my tippy toes type of thing, people in Chicago, minimum six feet tall. I mean, you're, yeah. you go out and you just spend the night looking up at every, I'm, I don't consider myself particularly short, but everybody there is so massive in both ways, you know, up and wide. I think I would pay that money just to like live in New Orleans and support LSU. <laughs> Ellis, LSU is there. You have Tulane, you have the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, that, it's Mardi Gras. Saints on Sunday. Saints on Sunday is great. Not to mention, when you are in New Orleans proper, you can have a parade in your honor any day, any time for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, they have parades. I mean, obviously not in twenty twenty, but they have parades that you just hire in a marching band. Definitely going to do that when I get down there. I've never been there, but it looks amazing. I was there when uh, they collapsed the hotel. I think it was Hard Rock. There was like a, a, a foundation error and it fell over. And then like months later, they actually had to blow it up with dynamite shit. That's pretty cool. And that's when I was there. It was October last year. It was so like, we had no idea what was going on. We didn't know the news. The police were just like, get inside, get inside. And we're like, oh, this is that lovely American, like uh, <laughs> everyone together. Yeah. Yeah. It was great fun. Anyway, back to the question, man. $50,000. Would you move to Buffalo? Yeah, I would do it. For Buffalo for how long? Ever? How much will 50,000 get you? 10 years. I should, have said, I, should have, I should have said a lower number. I always assume that you guys would have like good public transportation. It's like you can still get to Manhattan. You could still get to New York from Buffalo, no? Do you know how far Buffalo is from here? It's still in New York province, isn't it? It is, I want to say like a six hour drive. I mean, it's really mm. far. It is, Buffalo is not close. It's one of those things where I had a friend come visit years ago. He was a big LA Kings hockey fan. And he came over to see the Kings because the Kings did like a little road trip here. And they played the New Jersey Devils, the New York Islanders, the New York Rangers, and the Buffalo Sabres all within, I don't know, six days, maybe a little less. He said, oh, we have to go to all of those games. I said, Jerry, you have no idea how far Buffalo is from here. 
But when it comes to the actual like public transportation, I mean, where I live, I can get to all three of those stadiums within half hour, 45 minutes, you know, being in this tiny little area. But Buffalo is really, really far. I think I read, I was looking into the cheapest properties in the States because I like reading statistics and stuff. And Buffalo is up there massively. So, I mean, $50,000 will get you pretty far in Buffalo. You might not even learn to work for a while. Yeah, you'd have to do something up there. But then how much do you really want to buy and how much do you want to stay? It's, I'm not saying no to that. Again, my only like no or like the number would have to quadruple times 10 would be to go to Pittsburgh. But a lot of the places, I mean, America's pretty good about stuff like that. I mean, I've lived in Vegas. I've lived in Baltimore, obviously. I've lived in New York for a while. I lived in New Jersey. Yeah, people are really nice here. As long as you speak the language, as long as you can get by, it's not too bad. So let's say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push you a little bit and say 12 years, $50,000, move to Buffalo and support the Bills. I love the support you, the Bills cap. You can't not support the Bills. That's a lifelong commitment, okay? I own a Bills jersey. I don't hate all the right, Bills. All right, all right. Bills are, okay. Bills are a cute team. You know, the, the Bills, I don't know how much you know about American football, but the Bills went to four, four straight Super Bowls, which is unheard of. They lost every <laughs> single one in the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah but I mean, you had the 50s and 60s, though. They were pretty successful there, right? I don't think so. Two, wasn't it two Super Bowls? They've, I don't think they've won any Super Bowl. I'm telling you, I know they really? lost. Full. I could be really talking incorrectly here, but I maybe back in like the AA, the before the NFL, uh, but as far as the Super Bowls go, they are notorious for going to four in a row and losing all four, which is, yeah. So as a member of the American Football League, they won two league championships in the 60s. But after the, go. after the yeah. merger, when they came to the NFL, they did not win the Super Bowl. So I guess we both kind of get a point on that one. There's another reason as to why I said Buffalo, because again, they expect to win. They never do. Or well, maybe they don't. That's, that's kind of the thing. I wanted I wanted you to move there and have your dreams crushed every year. I thought that would add to the like the whipping of the moving to Buffalo. But um, you still have cheap housing and stuff. My friend, I am from Baltimore, Maryland. My favorite baseball team is the Baltimore Orioles, who are perennially horrible. I don't need any help when it comes to having my dreams crushed every year. And Baltimore is a cheap city. Move to Baltimore City for it, – it's horrible. If you only knew how much I love my Orioles, and they are so bad. So, so bad. 12 years, man. Buffalo. So on. Sure, yeah. 12, 12 years. Yes, $10,000. I'm in. Ten thousand. I said. I said fifty thousand. Sorry, I meant that. I meant fifty thousand. You said ten, man. <laughs> well, I, you didn't say no tradebacks. I can't change it. All right, let's do fifty. Fifty. I'm in. All right. Twelve, 12 years. Go Bills. It's refreshing speaking American football, man. I don't do whatever. I I love it. Sundays are the best day. I mean, I actually really enjoy. I was saying this earlier today to a friend. How now they have football staggered on all these different days. I love it. I love to come home and there's a game on Thursday, a game on all day Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We had Wednesday night football recently. It, it was great. It was when, actually it was Wednesday afternoon. It was 3.30 in the afternoon and it was my team. Granted, we were missing all of our players. I loved it. You come home, you turn on the football game. I wish they had it every day of the week. Just tape it. That's what I was told. Like I, I listen to Bill Burr podcast all the time and he says he tapes a lot of the games and watches them on days where there's no games just to get him through to the other games. Yeah, for me, I guess with fantasy sports i don't know if you're familiar with those and my no. group of friends if something happens you, i'd have to turn my cell phone off to not have anything ruined for me. <laughs> i mean it, it's really true you know nowadays with television here a lot of people are cutting the cord i don't know if you guys have that term where you get rid of your cable provider and what you do is you have some internet service provider that actually you get to watch television on it's called cutting the cord it saves you about yeah. 60 bucks a month it's fantastic that being said live sports are still delayed about 30 seconds oh i'm on several group chats where somebody will say oh my god you know this just happened and then you're watching the same game and you're like wait what is he oh my god and my friends are like you're not poor get regular television i do not feel bad for you at all so <laughs> when it comes to not having a sports game ruined i have to tell people I am watching, like we were talking about UFC earlier. I have certain UFC friends that I will text and say, I'm watching the fight tomorrow. Don't tell me what happens. And we all respect each other on that. But American football, you walk to the local supermarket and somebody's going to tell you, you know, recently the New York Jets, who I, I live in the city here, they're undefeated. They had the game locked up, couldn't lose. And they gave up a, a Hail Mary 70-yard touchdown in the last seconds of the game. And you're like, oh my God, that, that just happened. It, it, it Everywhere you go, it's where people are talking about. 
I really loved uh, the league. Have you ever watched that series I'm with John Lazar? And man, I love those guys. Definitely. That really got me into like to understand who Tom Brady is. And I was talking to another dude about Tom Brady the other day. He was like, you know, most people don't know that Florida has a total tax-free system. I was like, I think Tom Brady knows. Oh yeah, taxes are going up in certain places. I just heard recently Elon Musk is moving to Texas. Yes, of course he is. So with Rogan and all the other guys. Yeah, you're talking about when you have these. I mean. 10 to 20 percent difference in taxes like and, huh. and, you're, and you get to so here's the thing delaware here is tax-free like you can go to live oh, in yeah. delaware but why do you want to be in delaware <laughs> the truth is is if you can go to florida or texas that's a much better deal so like in, in new york here you have people who live in new jersey people who live in connecticut and commute in you get a much better house you get cheaper taxes that's worth it but you don't want to live in delaware so i, I totally get it as far as the sports go, the league, the league was great for me. Anytime I see, uh, I blank on the guy's real name, Jason, uh, what's his face? Yeah. I, I'm like, Oh, Rafi. Rafi it's Rafi. <laughs> I love, he can do no wrong. That guy in everything he's in, he can play the same character over and over again. He is. Hysterical. I saw him in a rom-com recently and I was like, Oh, he's going to do something stupid. He's going to do something silly, please. And he was just serious. Like it's just the sweet guy in a rom-com. And I was like, what the hell are you doing, Jason? Don't yeah. do that. You're Rafi. You always be Rafi. Oh, he's so Pocket good. dogs. Po I still say pocket dogs all the time. <laughs> you too, man. I, I said second harvest the other day. That's good. When, what's the, he calls the one guy by the wrong name all the time. That Tall guy. Kevin. Kevin. He's like, oh, Kevin, what are you doing? Oh, Kevin. Sorry. He's great. <laughs> we are best friends. <laughs> you really like the league. That's awesome. I, I love the league. I haven't seen it in a while, but I can still quote the whole thing. Nice. $100,000, Alan. Here we go. This is another one true to your heart. Being a New Yorker, you must love pizza, right? Ooh, oh my goodness. Grabbing a good slice. Oh. Can you get a good slice on the West Coast? Yeah, because they've started opening up New York style places out there. Mm. Yeah, you can, get a, you can get a good slice. It's not the same, but yeah. $100,000. Every pizza that you eat for the next 10 years is burnt and has pineapple on it. Uh, I, <laughs> so... If I had any, my actual, what I had today for lunch, my go-to toppings on a pizza is pepperoni and pineapple. I am one of I those. I think people. I'm one of those guys who likes pineapple. You know, what's the meme where the person takes, they said, this is how you eat a pineapple pizza and they take it out of the oven and put it in the trash. Throw it away. <laughs> yeah. I am a big pineapple on pizza person. I personally think I like to substitute pepperoni for ham, just like it's a Hawaiian pizza. Hawaiian, so yeah. I am all in when it comes to pineapple on a pizza. That being said, we have some pizza places here in New York City that purposely burn their pizzas. People like it a little charred. I mean, overcooked yeah. is one thing, but like black, can't do it. It ruins it for me. I, uh, mm -hmm. No, there's no number, I would say. But The pineapple can go on afterwards if you want. The pineapple doesn't get burnt. Oh, no. But as far so if it, like the crust is burnt, but the rest of the mm -hmm. pizza is still edible, I'm fine. Yeah. But like if I ever get pizza where they do burn they are the top or like, you know, those little pizza bubbles that form and the top gets burned, I'll probably just scrape that off. But if I could, if the pizza is edible, like if the underside doesn't have char on it and I can eat it, but don't get to eat the crust because the crust is too burnt, I'm okay with that. I would do that. I would yeah. do that for a lot less money. Hmm. Yeah. That was funny that you picked pineapple because I'm one of those people that loves pineapple and pizza. Man, I like, I, they, we have a banana curry pizza in Sweden. That's another world. There's no memes about banana curry. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. I, I don't know that one. No, it's okay. You don't like fruits or curry, so you're not wrong. I, I, but you know what? Like when in Rome, if I am in Sweden and oh, you, Alan, <laughs> yeah, Stockholm, you have to it. try this, and I just don't want to get Stockholm syndrome from it. Yeah, eighty thousand dollars. You think you can eat a pizza that's been charred at the bottom there with fresh pineapple on it? And I mean, every pizza has that pineapple on it now. Uh, forever? Dude, let's do twenty years, man. Let's do twenty years. Twenty years for eighty thousand. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. Yes. 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 Twenty years. Cool. Eighty thousand. Because I plan on living longer than you think I'm gonna live, apparently. <laughs> so I'm still hoping that I will have enough money, and I invest the money, and I'll have lots of money. That in twenty years, I only have good pizza. I hope so, man. Because it's a very depressing life. You have dry, dry, dry meats. You have uh, only IPAs to drink. You just got choked out. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Wait a minute. I forgot that that's how this show works. Is everything that yes. I thought it was like kind of one at a time. So in theory, I also, all that money comes together. So it's like, oh, I only have dry meat. I get to have pizza, but I'm basically never working again. Probably not, but you'd be living in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, but things are cheaper there and I can have some Buffalo <laughs> wings. All right.
okay, this is some, now this is like selling your soul. That's what this show should be called is how much would you sell your soul for? Working title. Let's see how we can, I mean, it's only just started, man. I can change it. I would never tell you what to call your show. It's just, I'm just thinking, I guess I kind of thought all these were like, would you do this? Also, would you do this? Now that I'm realizing these are all like, Alan, this is your life. You're only doing this and doing this, but you get to get choked out by Anderson Silva. Like, uh, There's your repercussion or concussion. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good. That was good. We have one last question. Okay. For a million dollars. No, I couldn't find anything for that much. You don't need that much money. Really? You're not wrong. I am one of those people that think once you have enough money, you're good to go. It's kind of like Jeff Bezos. How many more mm. trillions does he need to have? And when I talk to rich people about this, I say stuff like, once you have a billion dollars, you are set forever. Your kids, probably your grandkids are set forever. Why do you need more money? And my guy goes, well, if you had one billion, wouldn't you want two? I'm like, yeah, I guess I would. I probably would. You're probably like, hold up, Bill Bernie. We, yeah. don't, we don't need your politics here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Quarter of a million. This is going to be a tough one. You told me how much you hate snakes. Oh my God. I, uh, yeah. I, I don't even, I already have the willies. We, I, I hate snakes so much. I've had this conversation where it's like, you're the person, the woman of your dreams is on the other side of a snake pit. I'm like, she's dead. It sucks for her. It's not happening. Whoa. Sorry for, for a quarter I'm, of a million dollars. <laughs> no, I'm modifying this question because I don't think you can handle this fully. So I'm going to, I'm going to uh, shorten it. I'm going to shorten the time span for you here. All right. Quarter of a million dollars. Get put in a casket with snakes. No, two. no, no million. Like we're talking for a quarter of a million dollars. I would not consider like just like touching a snake would. I don't know. Like put my, yeah, it's one of those things. Like I don't know. Are you afraid of anything? Like really, really bad. I I discovered last year that I'm scared of snakes. But like, that's when I found one. The fact that you're able to come up with these questions, I don't think you're as afraid of snakes as I am. Because as no, I'm sitting no. here. As you said, would you, you knew I was my mind was spinning and I'm like, there's nothing. There's literally, <laughs> there is a trillion dollars underneath of a pool of snakes, and I have to jump in and grab it. I'm like, I would just sell my body. I'm not doing it. No, let's change the question. Let's keep uh, snakes out of this because I don't think there's anything I can do. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. Gonna... I don't think snakes are good, but like spiders, I don't love, or like rats. That's yeah. something. Scorpions. Like. Yeah, I don't love scorpions. So what is it? I'm in a casket with scorpions for how long? Two hours. For how much? Quarter of a million. Yeah, I wouldn't love it, but I would do it. Like, this is one of those, like, they're on my face and everything. It would, it would give me the willies, but I would be okay. Yeah, I think I would do it for a quarter of a million. 225. Yeah, still good. 210. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I would even say, like... Uh, solid one, two. Solid two. Yeah, solid two, I'll do it. 200,000. Yes. Right, man. For scorpions crawling over me and hopefully not pinching my pecker. I hope not. Depends. I mean, I didn't even say if you were naked or not. You didn't even ask that question. I just imagined that I was naked or like in like a, you know, underwear or something with my arms down. Um, so right now I'm going to be a little bit quiet because I am adding up your total and I will let you know how much your dignity is worth. Uh, what you can do um because people don't know who you are right now you can you can uh sell yourself talk about your podcast um i listened to two episodes i'm really excited about it i think it's really cool nice in conversation yeah. with your sister oh my god that was one of the worst ones it was like oh, yeah? people after that podcast they said you were a dentist on that show i said what do you mean they go you're pulling teeth the whole time i was like eh, it was rough Ouch. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. I like though. some of the. Uh, I like some of the. Like, tell me about. And then you went into a thing, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it was a proper reminisce sound, you know. I remember tell that. Me. I remember that. Yeah. Well, I thought she she wanted to come on the show. She wanted to do her thing, and I was like, all right, let's talk about this. And I was trying to lead the witness, and she just wasn't taking the bait. So I was like, all right, I'll tell me about this. And oh, okay. Uh, so what about I think me? She got in near the end somewhere. What What was the other episode that you listened to? If you don't mind me asking. I think it was the most recent one. It's been a, I don't know when I listen to this now. That's it was okay. that one I listened no. to the most of. Yeah, I did I like I two live ones recently and one of them, my mic was off and I was, it just recorded it from the actual sound of the computer and it sounds absolutely horrible. And I'm, I'm so mortified because anybody I talked to was like, I, I usually sound pretty good. It was just the one episode. Oh yeah. Yes. The guest helps massively. I mean, yeah. I, 
you can do what you want and pull as much out of your ass, but you need help with, with the I, I would agree. I mean, I have a regular co-host and things haven't been going so well. And I'm actually supposed to talk to her after this. I'm kind of dreading the conversation, Ooh. but it's just one of those things where, I mean, I've heard this from a lot of different people this year. People have had co-hosts and they don't pull their weight or they, you know, they're not, there's so many issues to complain about, but I'm not trying to. Yeah. I mean, I run, this is the third podcast I do. So I, I have a lot of other things that go on. Um, right. I'm always the one that does the editing, the hosting and everything like that. And I, I, I do love it and everything. Uh, I'm not going to shit on my goers because they're very talented. Right. So the thing, most of my podcasts tend to be like very melancholy and I've got a monotonous voice. So it's all very like, this is don't sound up, bad. blah, blah, blah. No, I, I do be believe, better. I do. Well, I think you're doing a great job, but okay. I, I do believe though in the, in the podcast world is there's the producing there's the creating and then there's the marketing and you, you have to be really good at one of those or two even, you know, cause not everybody is meant to be on air. Some people are meant to be behind the scenes and who am I? I'm just learning. I'm trying to figure things out, but my co-host was, doesn't do any of the marketing or any of the actual producing of the show. And then as far as the creation, as far as the stuff, she lately just comes to the show. She's like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. Do you have anything to say? She's like, not really. <sighs> It's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, we're usually, I'm kind of thinking like, oh, here's something funny that happened or, hey, let's talk about this. So it's just hard when it's your friend and you don't know what to say or what yeah, to do. exactly. Your price, Alan, your dignity. I calculated everything up. Um, so you just sold me your dignity for $361,353. And I, I never have to work again, but I have to live in Buffalo? Done. That is Awesome. It's going to be a pretty shitty first 10 years, though, with the terrible food that I've said on you. The scorpions let you live, that is. Yeah, but listen, man, I am going to take that money. I'm going to slowly invest it. I'm going to triple it, quadruple it, whatever, like retire. Are you kidding me? For I'm done. Yeah, this is great. I'm definitely doing everything that you just said. <laughs> and at that point, I will pay Anderson Silva a lot of money to choke me out because he probably will need the money in 10 years. His body's not going to last him forever. You don't have universal health care. So, I mean, he's going to need he's gonna need that income coming in. Yeah, that, that is true. Well, he lives in Brazil, I think, normally. So it won't be too bad. Okay, that'll be fine. Yeah, that makes total sense. So, yeah, we've reached the end. We've reached the end of the podcast. You want to uh, tell us what you're promoting about your podcast? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It? So, the name of my podcast is Booze Your Daddy. B O O apostrophe S Y O U R D A D D Y. It's kind of a play on word because we always have a drink like booze. And so, it's like, who's your daddy? We play a little trivia. Generally, the show is about 30 minutes. And what we do is it's storytelling, it's funny, it's jokes, it's things that come to my mind. It's a lot of personality. Sometimes it's an interview but it's great for a short walk or a car ride or whatever. It gets people through their day. The reason I made a podcast was to make the world happier one laugh at a time. And I think I'm doing a great job. I agree. I've heard it many times. Did you enjoy yourself on this podcast? This was a lot of fun. My dignity is worth 360 some thousand dollars. <laughs> That's what I learned today. Yeah, I learned it too. I also learned a lot about you, about booze and your snakes. I like that. <laughs> The two things on the spectrum and people are going to listen and go, oh, wow, he really likes alcohol. He really doesn't like snakes. I hope that um, any of your listeners get to listen to this and uh, get to learn a little bit more about you. That was kind of the, the whole point of the show is to get people to understand their host a little bit better. And, you know, I want very to much them. so. Well, I'm excited when yeah. here when this episode comes out and I will definitely let people know to check it out. And thank you so much for having me on your show, man. Anytime, man. It's been, uh, it's been a blast. Yeah. Cool day, man. Thanks for coming on. And uh, I'll let you know when this comes out and uh, how it goes. All right, buddy. Stay safe. Be smart. Right on. See you, buddy. See you now.